This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire wanted to thank you for your continued support of this podcast. With over 90 podcasts across our network, we are committed to bringing you great content to fill that sport-shaped hole in your heart. To find more Blue Wire Pods, search for us on iTunes or check out BlueWirePods.com. And remember, one day sports will return and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Blue Wire. Young Gunner. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Ant Wright, your host of Michigan State of Mind. Thank you guys again for listening in. I appreciate it. Hope you guys are safe, washing your hands and whatnot. Um, man, it's still scary times. I can't believe, you know, it, it is May. This is May 7th? It's May 7th, man. It's been two months, really, since everything's been just, you know, on just complete lockdown. It's been over two months, man. Hasn't it been over two months? You know, this was during the, you know, Big Ten tournament was about to kick off. And it just feels like everything just shut down within like four or five days. Just everything. It all started out with the Ivy League. Ivy League said no. Um, the most educated conference. Then of course you have the the probably the least educated conference it is pretty much I believe is going to be the one to announce that they're going to have. You know, that they're going to try to push to have their season start on time. I don't know about the, which is the SEC. I'm not sure what they're going to do with the fans, if they're going to limit how many people come in the games or anything like that. Um, we're, you know, we're less than four months away from kickoff, man. Um, it's going to go super quick. It's May 7th, you know. Next, next month is June. June is in a little over three weeks, officially summertime. July, that's when you know camp starts up again, and well, like 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 basketball players supposed to come in next month, then have camps all throughout July, then August football gets you know going, and band is on campus, and when the band is doing the drums and the snares, that's how you like. It's like a such a nostalgic feeling, man. Um, what have your, what have been your, uh, quarantine go-tos? I have a couple for you. Uh, if you are, this is not safe for work, so don't play this at work. 
probably don't play in front of your kids. But uh, there's this guy on Twitter. It's real 85 vids. Um, he has these Grand Theft Auto sketches that are these voiceovers. They are so freaking funny. I've been watching his stuff for years, and um, his stuff gets me every time. He's such a great storyteller. Um, fun, fun stuff. Fun, fun stuff. Um, and then, and then today I got a question about, you know, who do I have in my top five American white NBA guys? You guys set me up for failure, man. You guys set me up because whatever I say, you guys are just going to mention other guys and people were like, you need to do some more research, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on, man. I mean, I even mentioned what, I mean, I'm, it was like, uh, one white guy and one white German guy in my, you know, top five most underrated dudes from the 90s and 2000s. Chris Mullen, Detlef Shrimp. I mean, those guys are super underrated, especially Detlef Shrimp. Someone was like, who was Detlef Shrimp? I know for a fact they've never played NBA Jam because Detlef Shrimp was a beast from beyond the arc. That dude never missed, man. Never missed. Have you heard about this Earl Thomas thing, though? Whew. So apparently, Earl Thomas got caught in a, let's call it a, a situation, with him and his brother. So, apparently, Earl Thomas and his wife, they either got into it right quick or he just, you know, left to meet up with the brother or the brother picked him up. Something happened and then they left. A few minutes later, she wants to check where they are. So she goes into his Snapchat. Apparently Snapchat has like GPS on it because she pulled up where he was at. And then got her girls and went over there just to see what they were up to. And she brought a gun. They brought knives. It's like, it's like they knew something was going down. And sure enough, she walked into this, you know, Airbnb, and it's, it's you know, Earl Thomas, his brother, and a couple of, a couple of women. And, uh, woo! That... <laughs> They, they they just got married too in 2016. It was like a lavish a lavish thing. Guarantee you that is not the first time Earl Thomas has done that. Guarantee the way that that went down. Oh no no no, no. that is a common occurrence. He just got he he just got caught. He just got caught, man. But y'all need to read that story. It's wild, wild wild stuff, dude. Recruiting wise, man, it's been pretty. It's been pretty. It's been pretty dry. I mean, Jamari Budden. I mean, I thought he was gonna be between Michigan and Penn State, but seems like MSU is making a nice little push here. Um, Tucker is recruiting some bigger dudes. If if you look at his, if you, if you look at his, um, at the guys that have committed, I mean, there's some. Tall dudes, they have like 6'4", safeties, they got like 6'7", 6'6", 6'5", big dudes, man. And uh, apparently, I uh, did some reading and listened up, 
uh, Hurdy likes like bigger NFL sized players. Like he just liked the bigger players. I think that'll bode well in the Big Ten. But you know, you know, Jerry is still out. We we don't know yet if he can de- develop guys, if he could build a program. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so far, the overall rating is still down, as everybody knows. But uh, he'll get a pass this year because he's only been there for what, four or five months. Um, the the fact that he's getting guys to commit uh, without being able to really get guys on campus for more than just thirty days is um, is very impressive, you know. And uh, I can't hate on that. Um, Michigan-wise, I saw some crystal balls were pouring in for uh, offensive lineman Drew Kendall after missing out on David Koff. I think he went to Iowa. Um, not a big deal. Uh, the The offensive line recruiting has been really, really good. Offensive side has been solid. You know, no complaints there at all whatsoever. And looks like the defensive side has made some headway for Junior Colson, who's an outside linebacker out of, out of uh, Tennessee. And um, just saw a quick crystal ball come in for him recently. And, you know, that, that'll be a huge get if the defense can pull him in. Uh, that'll be the first defensive recruit in the top 600. So that's, that's, that's going to be a huge thing. Um, hoops, once again, nothing is really happening because this is the time. Over the past few weeks, you would have heard storylines because that's when, you know, Adidas is playing, Under Armour is playing, Nike is playing, the circuit these open sessions and you would have, you know, had someone come out, you would have had someone get offered and all that stuff. We're just, just not seeing that same action. So, you know, most guys have already signed from uh, 2020. Uh, Aaron Henry also signed with an agent. He's allowed to because of the new NCAA rules. Um, the guy that he signed with is one of the 23 certified agents allowed that you know you could have to kind of um assist you assist you know guys who want to keep their eligibility assist them through the whole draft process assist them with um getting well in these times not workouts but maybe skype workouts or um uh, zoom interviews something like that um cole bajima transferred out for michigan and, you know, I've had people, you know, you know, be worried and saying, you know, like, is this attrition? Is this like, I'm worried, you know, do they not like Juwan? And my only thing is, I answer this on Twitter, but you need to understand that Juwan has been there for almost, almost a year, almost a year. We're, we're about uh, two weeks shy but almost a year, and this is only his third transfer, and the third one is coming at the end of his first full year. Um, by the end of Beeline's first full year, I believe six guys left. Six by the end of his full year. Five guys left by the end of first semester. So by time Christmas rolled around of his first year, where he was there for maybe seven months, seven, eight months, maybe, uh, he had five guys leave the program. And so don't be, you know, don't be too, don't be too 
you know, nervous or worried about that. Um, that happens. It happens a lot with newer coaches. Whenever newer coaches come in, you either see an you either see multiple transfers in that first year, like like in that first you know month or two, and then you'll see it. You'll see another segment within that first semester, and then you'll see another segment um, uh, after that full year. So we saw a lot. We saw we saw what three at the end of the year uh, with Beeline. It, there was like one or two right away, one in like September, another one in like late November, early December, then then another one uh, right after the first semester ended. So it happens all the time, man. But with Cole Bajma leaving, that leaves two scholarship offers. That's including Livers if he comes back. I think it's best for both parties. Uh, Cole was, you know, buried on the on the depth chart quite a bit. Uh, and on top of that, Juwan was still recruiting his position. So kind of, you know, you know, writing was on the wall a bit, and uh, Bajma knew that, and um, you know. Everybody wins. I think, you know, Cole playing, you know, more on the uh, West Coast, that will be good for him. And uh, whether he goes, like, Pac-12 route or whether he goes Gonzaga route, either way, um, uh, he could find his niche out there. And um, uh, it will also fit his style of play a lot better. A little bit more finesse and less brute, if if that makes sense to you guys. Currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB. You might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay the $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE. Alright y'all, I, um, uh, I pretty much said that we were going to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about today. Uh, on the pod, and I asked you guys that on Twitter, and so I'm just going to rattle off some questions and kind of go from there, man. Uh, first one, Justin Shapiro at Darko State News. UNC's loaded recruiting class. You want me to talk about that? They, A, you know, no lie. 
that is a really good looking class. You know, three top twenty guys. Um, but when's the last time Roy Williams did anything with a loaded class? I think he's found much more of his success with um, with more veteran guys. So we'll see what Roy Williams does. You know, last year's group was also loaded, and you see what happened there. Uh, I know the point guard got hurt, Cole Anthony, but still, um, actually a lot of people got hurt. But still, um, you know, Roy Williams has to has to find a way to. Uh, get his best out of his young guys. And that hasn't really happened recently. He has been successful, but it has been on the backs of veterans, not on the backs of uh, very good freshmen. All right, guys. Something from Boston, your face one. Uh, basketball recruiting news. Any inside info from your guy? I've gotten – it's so quiet right now because all the top guys have already signed, and that's where he's usually plugged. Uh, he's usually plugged with, like, the with the – uh, top 50 guys, and those guys are either signed or they've committed to play pro. So there's really nothing to really talk about now um, unless it's something about 2021, and they don't have signing day for, what, another five, six months. So that's going to be more so down the road, and we'll start seeing more and more 2021 recruitment, recruitments once we get closer to, like, October. Um for a lot of guys who are going to be signing in the early period. So I'll probably have more towards like August, September-ish um, when 2021 rec recruiting and commitments start to light up. Kyle Lowry Fan Club, K. Lowry Fan 7. Things from the Jordan doc that didn't know or shocked you. Um, a lot of it I knew. A lot of it I knew. I did not know. I did not know about the Scottie Pippen stuff. Uh, I didn't know that his contract was like that. I didn't know that he signed such a bogus contract, and um, I didn't know that there was so much beef with between Jerry Krause and them. Uh, I I really wish that there was more like audio that I could have heard from that time, but, you know, uh, I probably would have gotten it if it was like today. Like, we would have, you know, heard, heard a lot of that. And you could just see, like, every time the camera was on, like, they were always talking junk to Jerry, like, right in his face. So you, oh, man, we probably missed, missed out on some real funny jokes, not going to lie. Uh, didn't know much about that. Uh, I didn't know that, uh, um, what else? I didn't know that they let Dennis Rodman go on a vacation to just go to Vegas and he's chilling with Carmen Electra and Michael Jordan was driving all around Vegas to, uh, find this guy. Like that's, that's crazy to me. That's so wild. Um, the weekend before the playoffs started, Jordan is, Smoking a cigar out on the golf course before he goes and wins another NBA Finals. You know, some of the things that those dudes did, man, to their bodies. Man, you take modern day technology, you take modern day body prep. Mike would have played a lot longer. He would have played a lot longer. And he would have felt a lot better, too. Um, 
And he, you know, he even took that break in between his two three-peats, which is still crazy to me that he did not one three-peat, but he did two three-peats. Um, getting one three-peat is hard enough. Good Lord. Dude, dude played, dude went for three, for three in a row, then went and played baseball, came back and won three in a row again. Like the guy's insane. Guy's insane. But those are the biggest ones. The Jerry Krause beef, um, uh, what Pippen was going through salary wise and the fact that they let Dennis Rodman go on vacation to Las Vegas with Carmen Electra and Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan were driving around the city trying to find this guy. <laughs> I thought that was wild. Uh, got a bunch of Earl Thomas's got a bunch of Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas story, man. I think I talked about it earlier, but I didn't know that Snapchat had like a GPS tracker. Like that's crazy. That is nuts. Oof. Oh man. I'm so glad Snapchat wasn't around when I was in college. Oh man, that would have been bad. That would have been no good. No good, no good. Let's see. Coach Smith, Coach Smith NV. Talk about Stu Douglas's first practice and how he is the best teammate and best friend of all time. <laughs> Um, I forget Stu's first practice, honestly. Um, he is a great teammate. He is a great teammate and probably, probably a best friend to someone. Not my best friend. He's my guy. He's my dude. I'll love Stu forever. But y'all should ask Stu. Stu's Twitter is, Stu Douglas's Twitter is SWD underscore 317. Ask him which teammate contributed the most to getting with his current wife. So, Stu is married right now. Ask him which teammate helped that situation out and see what he says. A question from Maze Talk at Maze Talk. What happened with you and MSU Twitter earlier? Uh,. So, interesting. Uh, one of my replies to a tweet got misconstrued and uh, got taken out of context. And I, th- I think I struck a nerve with someone. And um, a topic came up, and and I've had this conversation with people multiple times, like, Multiple times, countless times over the past, you know, five, six months. And it was was the same conversation. Based on the responses, it was going down the same road. I had absolutely no interest. Like, none at all whatsoever. So, I tried to kill the conversation. And then, uh, they didn't want it to be killed. And, um... And basically, basically misconstrued what I was trying to say. And then others got involved in it and thinking that I meant one thing and it was, uh, that I was being more vile than what I was. But either way, uh, this person took a lot of offense to it and, you know, he must've got hurt by it. But 
you know, after, you know, like this dude's been you know, kind of riding my meat for a while and this misconstrued, you know, statement, you know, really struck and, and his true feelings came out. Like he just started ranting and going off about me. And you guys have seen me go at entire fan bases, entire states. Like y'all have seen me go after Arkansas and y'all have seen me go after Utah. Y'all have seen me go after Dan Dockich. You know, I you know, I'm even replying to Gaddis. And I'm, you know, I'm replying to, you know, Donovan. I'm I'm replying to, you know, anybody and everybody. And, you know, this dude was like talking out of the side of his neck. And, you know, I thought I was going to get to the mood to just, you know, try to embarrass this kid. But it was more like a baby kicking you in the leg. You know what I mean? Like a little harmless, non-threatening thing that's throwing a tantrum. So I kind of let him be. And uh, the guy is, I don't know, he's harmless. He's pretty harmless. But it must have been eventful for them. I don't know what was happening. Um, I don't know what was going on. I got like DMs on some tweets, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, it was more of a, you know, more of a more of a one-sided ordeal, and you know, someone he even asked me, "Are we going to war?" I was like, "I was like, no, nah, man." Nah, nah, this is a this is a this is a baby, man. It's non-threatening, non-threat. When there's a real threat, I'll let y'all know. I'll let y'all know. But no, nah, that was that was not a big deal. That was not even a beef with MSU Twitter. Uh, all in all, MSU Twitter. Um, you know, when I first, cause like y'all know me, man. I, I use you know you know I clown on I clown on everybody. I clown on everybody. And, um, this whole thing with MSU Twitter and, you know, kind of, you know, conversing with them and, and all that, you know, they're no different than Michigan people. They're, they're very passionate about their uh, fan base and they're very passionate about their school and they want the best. And, uh, I've been very, very surprised, you know, that there are some really dope accounts, um, on the Michigan state side. And, um, and it's, and it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been a lot of fun. And, uh, and they have some really good, you know, uh, you know, some guys with like content, like soldier, he's always got good, good, uh, content. He's always positive, uh, always uplifting. I know you, you guys give Connor a bunch of crap, but, uh, uh, he's not bad. And, you know, uh, Big Ten, you know, Sav, you know, he does his, his thing. And, um, you know, you know, and at times like these guys come, come at me, but it's never, it's never, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's never, it's, it's never in bad taste. You know what I mean? It's never in bad taste. They know, you know, when to you know, not cross that line with me. And, um, 
And that's like a mutual respect thing. You know what I mean? Uh, but this dude, uh, he kind of like lost his mind. You know, he kind of got into like a, a tantrum. Like a tantrum where like he's like using emojis. You know when you use emojis, you're in your, you are in your feelings deep. But MSU Twitter as a whole is dope. As a whole is dope. Um, but but that dude had a little bit too much dip on his chip. JDW, Meta Wooten Peace. Uh, what are your hopes for how the careers of each Zeb, Hunter, Terrence, and Jace turn out? Um, I have, I have high hopes for all of them. So I think they all have a shot. I think Jace is going to take him a couple years, um, to reach, to reach his potential and reach a point where you know, he could really help the uh, team win. Um, and Jace is no slouch, you know, you know, just cause he's Jawan's son. I mean, he still, had very good offers coming out of high school. And, and, and it wasn't because it was a son. It was because, uh, you know, he was he is like a 6'7 tweener, um, needs to get a little bit better, needs to, you know, polish his game some. But he could definitely help this team out probably in about two or, th- two or three years. Uh, Zeb, he just got knocked down by 247, which, you know, he went to Montverde Academy. He went there to compete and he went there to get better and he went there to challenge himself. And, um, just so happened that there were like three or four guys who play his position who are ranked like in like, they are like five star recruits. Like they are very, very good. Um, the other one is Moses Moody and he is a very high ranking four star you know he's playing with very very good players, but he's but he battled these guys all throughout practice, and he's gotten a lot better. I just hope that he keeps his confidence. Hope he keeps his confidence and did not develop that role player mindset. Um, that kind of that's you know that kind of happened to me, man. Um, I tweeted out earlier how I really wish that I had stayed home. And, you know, Oak Hill was dope. Oak Hill was super dope, man. Crazy experiences. I mean, experience, like, like, no high school, no high school flies to a tournament in Hawaii with, you have no rules out there. When I say no rules, I mean, like, other teams, they were in their, like, jumpsuits and they had to walk together. We go out and we rent, like, bikes and mopeds in our tank tops, shorts, do-rags, and we're, like, flying past them. So we're doing all that, and then we go in the tournament by 20. <laughs> and these are really good teams with, you know, future divisional players. You know, you do that, go home, chill for two or three days, and then you catch a flight out to Spain and play in a tournament there. And there we played against like Sergio Rodriguez. That that's the first time um, I went up against him. Um, uh, Russia was there. You know how in uh, you know uh, you know hockey and in, in like a Miracle they had that CCCP thing. They that's what it was. That's what who we played against. The center was like seven three seven two. 
power four was like seven feet. Small four was like six eleven. Shooting guard was like six seven. Point guard was like six five. And their highlights were up, and they were busting this Spain team so bad. They were beating them by like fifty. Reverse dunks, catching oops, going nuts. We played them dudes. We beat them by forty. Like he's <laughs> crazy. Anyways, tangent. But the moral of the story is. So I went to Oak Hill, had these crazy experiences, played with these guys who are still playing in the NBA today, who have been MVPs, played against guys like that, most valuable players, NBA final championships, with, against, and everything. That was super dope, and that was awesome. But for my personal growth, man, I really wish that I had gone to public school where I'm from, in Sterling, Virginia, Dominion High School. Uh, I really wish that I did that because if I'm there, you know, I'm averaging not, you know, like, you know, what do the kids say nowadays? No cap, like no BS. You could even ask, you know, like there's this, you know, dude who, um, uh, who follows me. He's, he's known me since I was like 11 years old, uh, Anthony Eifler. And I'll ask him how much he thinks that I would average. And I, I would have averaged about 30, 35 no joke. And I would have had that mentality all the way through. 30, 35, and I could have developed so much and having the ball in my hands more to where I was more of a combo guard and not just like a pure three, pure three, four. Um, you know, I would have been that combo guard and I would have been able to handle the rock more, you know, play more of my game. But when I went down to Oak Hill for three years, uh, I pigeonholed my mind into being a role player. And that role player, I mean, I averaged about 10 my senior year. That was hard. That was one of the hardest things I've, I've ever done. And I say that because our eighth man went to Duquesne. Duquesne. That's Atlantic 10. Our sixth and seventh man, Georgia and Maryland. Our team was ridiculously stacked. Ridiculously stacked. Just crazy stack. And I had Ty Lawson at the point, Nolan Smith. Those two guys won a national championship at Duke in North Carolina. Then it was me. Then a cat named Jeff Allen. He went to Virginia Tech. He was really, really good. Michael Beasley had one of the best freshman seasons in college basketball history. He was a lottery pick. I think he was like number one or two. Um, and so, you know, and I averaged 10 on that group. When you average 10, that means that sometimes you had about 15, sometimes you had 7, 13. Like, getting shots was, yo, yo, getting shots was a, was a job, let alone make the shots. You, you had to, you had to get the shots and, you know, and you had to make the most out of all your touches. You know, you knew Ty had the ball a lot. Nolan had the ball a lot. And then Jeff, he he got almost every board. His arms, my my wingspan is like seven one, seven two. His wingspan was like seven three, seven four, and he was about six seven. So he got a lot of a lot of the loose stuff. And then Beasley, he demanded touches. So you kind of learn your role early. And I didn't, you know, looking back, that didn't help my growth and development. Um, it was a great experience though.
I hope that for Zeb, I hope he didn't fall into that as much. And um, I hope he has that mindset to remain a killer. Because if you look at his old high, look at when he was a sophomore and junior, dude was out there killing, killing. Then he goes to Montverde and he's doing a lot of sitting. But that's because of the guys in front of him. It's not a knock on him at all. Well, people try to tell me, like, no, that's a red flag if he goes there and he doesn't play until garbage time. Look who's front of – look, man, you got to bring context to everything. Look who's in front of him. I hope I get to, I hope I get to talk to him one day, just, you know, see what his mindset is because um, I would love to rap to him say, hey, look, bro, I've been in it. Whatever you did, I did it for three years, and – and it can have a crazy mind effect on you. Just get just get through that. Just get through it and understand that you are still a hooper. You can still hoop. You can still play. No, don't let your confidence get shot. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um Hunter Dickinson, he's gonna be good. I mean, 7'2, 260, shooting ability can pass it. He's gonna be. He's he's gonna be like uh be like our Nikola Jokic Jokic what's it Jokic Jokic for the uh, Nuggets really good player really really solid he's he's gonna be really good in the Big Ten he's gonna be really really good um, Terrence Williams probably one of my favorite guys coming in because uh, he reminds me so much of myself man that like tweener type but could do pretty much everything Swiss Army knife. Uh, I love his game. I love his game. Him and Hunter, you know, they're from my area, so I'm automatically going to be rooting for him. And um, if you guys know, if you guys know anything about the D.C. area, you know, Maze Rage, hey, play some go-go or something for him. Play some, play some go-go music. Play some backyard Play some, you know, CCB. I don't know who's good now, but uh, you know, uh, TCB was always was always going. Um, yeah, he's one of my he's one of my favorite recruits, and I think he's gonna do do very very well. I'm excited about this class, man, and uh, you know, I'm more excited now than I was with you know Christopher and Ty because now we know that we got guys who want to be at the school, and that's super dope, and I'm super excited for it. Big Ten Hoops next season is going to be interesting, though. Um, Cody Gore at C-Go-To-Go. Want to talk about Big Ten basketball for next season. It's going to be interesting. You know, we'll see if it, you know, goes on time, and I don't know what the fan thing is going to be, but it's going to be interesting. You know, there's going to be some veteran teams, man, Wisconsin and Iowa are going to be veteran-laden. Uh, tr- I don't know how Trice and Davidson still have eligibility, bro. I don't. I don't understand. They've been they've been in school. They've been in school since like forever. This is how long Demetri Trice has been in college. When I was at Toledo, Demetri Trice. Came with his older brother 
to a visit. And I remember seeing him. That dude is, that's like, what, it's like nine, ten years ago? Nine, ten years ago? Like, good lord. That dude has been in college forever. I remember him. He was like in like the eighth, he was like like eighth, ninth grade. Poof. Goodness gracious. I think Travis Trice was on a visit, but Demetric was also there. I remember him being there as his younger brother. That's crazy to me, man. They've been in there for so long. Iowa is going to be good. We'll see if Garza comes back. But if Garza comes back and you have Garza, you're going to have Wieskamp. Bohanna's going to come back because he had the medical red shirt. Um, McCaffrey's son's going to be back. You know, he's a really good passer. Um, that other freshman guard who had a really nice season, CJ Frederick's going to be back. Iowa's going to be really good. But you know, never trust Fran, bro. Never trust Fran. Never trust Fran. I I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. We'll see. Uh, Michigan State is going to be tough. You know, they have a nice class coming in. Uh, they fill the holes. Uh, you know, Rocco Watts is going to be the point guard. And I think A.J. Hogard is going to back him up and uh, and feed him. Uh, Kareem Manet is not out yet, I don't believe. Uh, you know, Kareem Manet, he did, he did declare for the NBA draft, but he did keep his eligibility and I do think if he if he leaves the NBA draft and goes to college I do think that Michigan State would be the would be the leader and admit and if he goes there um you know, Michigan State has a really good chance at you know challenging for you know to be you know you know four time you know four in a row Big Ten you know champs uh but those are the top three Wisconsin Iowa Michigan State are going to be my top three. I'll say Iowa's Iowa's first, um, Michigan State second. I still don't trust Wisconsin. I know that they've got guys, but still, Wisconsin's kind of funky. Uh, I'm going to go Iowa, Michigan State, Wisconsin. And then uh, there's a bunch of teams that are going to be unproven, and um, guys got to be healthy too. Guys have to be healthy. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But those are like my top three. It should be another good year. Um, it should be a better year. I think this past year, I, I just think that you know, there was a lot of parity in the in the uh, league, and it it was not a good league. It was just everybody was just very average. But that was just NCAA in a nutshell last year. It was very very average, and it sucks because we missed out on a very good NCAA tournament because. There was so much parity in the leagues and so much parity in the NCAA tournament as well. Man, that was fun. I don't know how I got over 40 minutes of content and, you know, and not much is going on right now. But you know, thank you guys for listening in, man. Just make sure, just make sure you wash your hands. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself, please. Um the safer you are, the healthier you are, the quicker and the faster things go back to normal. So please, 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 please wash your hands. Stay safe. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggin'! 
Jones, you've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.